When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hello, and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user generatee. Generatee, generatee. Hello and welcome to the Dream Factory, the world's greatest user-generated movie creation podcast. The rules are simple. We can discuss as many film ideas as we like, but only one can be taken through to the next stage where it will successfully apply for nom-dom status, despite 90% of its production time being spent in the UK. I'm Joel, a man who puts the dance in tax avoidance, and across from me is John Harris, a man who I'm beginning to suspect has actually faked having a child in order to legitimise his debilitating rusk habit. What's rusk? Can you? Oh, what? the little biscuits for babies. The biscuits for babies. A rumour has it you were buying rusks in industrial quantities <laughs> and your neighbours started getting suspicious, so you've kind of made up a baby. Or I could just have had a baby and he doesn't get the rusks. I can get he never the gets the rusks. That babies little baby doesn't know what a rusk is. Babies nowadays have a thing called melty sticks, which are basically watsits with no seasoning. Pretty good. Yeah. What's your favourite and least favourite baby food? So we feed our, our child very well. Like he's got, he's having some good stuff. Like basically he has the same as us. We just put a bit of salt at the end. But in terms of like baby food stuff, melty sticks are pretty good, but they've got like rogue flavours. So it'll be like strawberry and carrot. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's basically what's it and his face lights up. When you start rustling a packet with, oh, with a melty stick in, his face lights up. Lovely intro there, Joe. I love the the cultural references to... I've been too busy, so I don't know that story. But I know that there's a story about non-dom status. Yeah. Well, what's really good about it is that way back when we did this podcast, there would always... There'd be a story a week. That's how the news used to be. There'd be a story a week instead of just the same story every day. And it used to be really easy to write the intros. But now there are only... There's only ever sort of one or two news stories that just carry on indefinitely. And it's really hard to write fun intros about... Yeah, know, they're, war not, they're and not pandemics. Yeah, um, what not I'm saying riff, is, not it's really, it's really hard to do this job. <laughs> well, job. somebody think of the intro writers. No one ever does, and I've got five <laughs> of them on staff. Right, <laughs> let's do some film ideas. This one's from Tony John's Wick. A retired candle maker gets brought back into business after the death of his dog. There's some good visual stuff there. I can imagine with like kung fu. You Dogs know, like, being killed. <laughs> You okay. can do kung, kung fu that puts out a candle, can't you? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, people do do that, don't they? Like they're from far away. 
Some people struggle with candles. Some people struggle to blow out candles and I don't understand what's wrong with them. I struggle to light candles. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a different story. And I'm, actually I, I'm, happy, I'm, I'm happy to put my hands up. I, I, here's the thing about me. I'll admit to my flaws. And my only flaw is that I struggle to light candles. <laughs> Not initially. So we, we quite like a scented candle in this house. Oh, yeah. Hey, I'm, you know, I'm doing all right. I don't mind the odd scent. Uh, and at first, I would say first day, simple. Anyone can light that candle, be it with a match or a lighter, anything. Second day, broadly fine. Third day, fine. When you get into the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh day of the scented candle, my big fat hands and the size of a lighter and the angle, I just burn, I'll just i burn myself 25 times before I get that candle lit. Oh, you're using a matcha. That is, yeah. Matcha? <laughs> no, I'm not using a match. I'm using a lighter. I'm using matcha, matcha tea. That's the scent. I meant a lighter, yeah. No, yeah, you're you're in trouble. You the matcha. Is- you sound like the first, like, the, you know how the, you're, you're the guy that invented it first, but you didn't popularize it. <laughs> you invented the matcha five years before the lighter was invented, but could never sell them. On the subject of scented candles, uh, mm-hmm. a while back, I went to a market and they had scented candles. And you know, they have the like globe over them to keep the smell in. Right. You ever see that? Like, no, I've never so, seen that. So, what what like, market is this? So like posh scented candles will often have like a glass dome over them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you lift up the dome to smell the candle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I went to this market and I lifted up the dome and I smelled the candle. And the guy was like, no, you smell the dome. That's where the smell is stuck. <laughs> right. And right. so I smelled the dome. And then about an hour and later. You got, you got stuck in it. It's not that. It's not the you got your head stuck of, in the dome. I, I don't know how to describe it. I bet you half of the audience at least know what I'm talking about, and that's all I. That's all I need. Um, mm-hmm. And then about an hour later, I went into and other stories with my partner, and they had them there as well. And some lady lifted up the dome and smelt the candle, and I, I in my head, I thought, "You fucking idiot!" <laughs> Do you know if you learn Ta- something, tapping your partner, right? Yeah. You got yeah. If you learn it and in, and see and then see anyone doing it incorrectly afterwards, you just think fucking imbecile, embarrassing. <laughs> like when I learned when I went to Japan, I learned that you're not supposed to put the chopsticks in the bowl. It's really oh. disrespectful. You're supposed to just lay them across. Now, when I go to Wagamama, I just look around thinking these fucking. They're insulting <laughs> the pe- good people of Japan here. Look, look with their catsy looking left and left and right. But obviously, I've been doing that for probably 25 years. I probably told it before, but I learned to use chopsticks picking up beans at beavers no great story yeah he just the is it arcala at that point came in with a tin of beans poured it out on a placemat and we all got given chopsticks and we had to just learn how to pick up beans were you aware that that person wasn't actually called arcala because i don't no. think i was no of I course not it was I, didn't, I, didn't really know, I didn't really know about nicknames they they all have the same name every yeah. you you went to the same br- brownies <laughs> as me brownies scouts Right, John Wick, candles. John, John's, John's Wick, yeah. So he's a, a candle maker. He's retired from being a candle maker, which feels like the sort of job you'd never really retire from. No. I don't, you wouldn't hit 65 and think, Fuck, I've got to pack this in. <laughs> <laughs> My artisan candle making job. It's gone on too long. Uh, maybe you would. But the, his dog's killed by, what's the candle's biggest nemesis? A big light bulb. Yeah, it's a, light, it's a bulb manufacturer, isn't it? Yeah. A, uh, yeah. Dog gets killed by a bulb manufacturer, and yeah, he employs the cat. He's got like can- scented nunchuck candles. He's got all of the gear, candle based. He's and he goes on a rampage. He's not actually retired. Sorry, um, Tony, I'm cha- I'm changing it up a bit. He's not actually retired. He's forced into 
not making candles anymore because this local big oh, light bulb manufacturer brilliant. is sort of monopolized the the, yeah. the, light. And the light bulb manufacturer kills the dog in order to to just you know debilitate this man he doesn't want to make candles anymore because he's lost his dog but then he finds out they did it and yep. he he kills them all in in increasingly gruesome hot wax yep. and the end scene we because this is all taking place in a little village we just see a panning shot of every living room in the village everyone's candles there's not electric an electric light source in sight yeah and that is the village from the film signs i haven't seen signs spoiler anyway so <laughs> what about this one from beck hill don't loo cup don't loo cup don't loo cup all right is it hmm now is it a man called loo cup or <laughs> is it a cup you'd keep in the toilet maybe for toothbrushes or your dentures so uh, it is toilet loo, not loo. Mm-hmm. Have you got a have you got a cup in your toilet? Um, uh, do I have a cup in my? You, you, yeah. The way you reacted to that, like it was like it was a really personal question. <laughs> I there's something. It was like, it was like Andrew Mara just confronted you <laughs> on a it's Sunday really morning. You weren't ready for it. I'll answer that in two parts. Uh, yeah, there's something mounted to the wall, but it's more like a little bowl. So I think that's for soap. Toilet. That's bowl. not a loo cup. Is it about drinking toilet water? Is it the message is don't drink toilet water? Yeah, that's the message. <laughs> you seemed you you had a go at me for being baffled by my yeah, by no, question. It sort of sounded like you're accusing me of drinking toilet water. I don't know why, <laughs> but maybe that says more about me than it does about you. No, yeah, that is definitely the message, John. I would never drink toilet water. <laughs> he doth protest too much. You just um, yeah, uh, you know, you just just once just to know. I've got a toilet glass, thanks for asking, because I've got retainers, so I keep them in there. But the thing is, it's just a glass from a set of glasses from the kitchen. Yeah. But it's obviously been retired from its primary function and just moved to the bathroom. But here's a question. If I put that through the dishwasher twice and reintegrated it back into the cupboard, it would still feel weird to drink out of, wouldn't it? It would feel weird, but whether it is weird or not is a different question. Let's say you've got a cat. Let's say you've got a cat and you don't have a cat food bowl and you use a bowl to feed that cat. Hmm. A year down the line, the cat dies. I don't know. A bulb manufacturer kills it. (laughs) And you put that cat food bowl that's just a normal bowl into the dishwasher and it looks like all your other bowls and you shuffle it up and put it back in the cupboard. Are you ever going to feel comfortable knowing there's a cat food bowl in amongst the bowls? Well, that's the worst part, is isn't it? You won't know if it's if it's done yeah. a t- sufficient job. You won't know which bowl is the cat bowl. So yeah. every bowl in your mind will be the cat bowl. In a it's, way, every um, bowl is the cat bowl. That's a. Uh, it's sort of like a bit in the most recent series of Succession where Greg puts some food in a dog poo bag, and yeah. he says, it, "You only think it's gross because you're associating it with dog poo. There's no yeah. dog poo in this bag. It's just exactly. A bag. Um, I would I would feel un- forever uncomfortable about the cat food bowl." Well, this but is I the message. Should I? I don't know. This is the message of the film is, Joel, don't look up. Don't use your look up <laughs> as a normal cup going forward. Brilliant. Great. Once once something enters the bathroom, it should never leave. It's like Hotel California. <laughs> you can Clean take whatever people. you want into the bathroom. You can't take it out. Thanks, Beck. That's sort of more advice from Beck than a film idea. Here's one from Dapo. Grinding Nemo. A pretty harrowing documentary on the horrors of the fishing industrial complex. That is, I mean, we've had enough of those. Yeah, isn't there one Seaspiracy? Yeah. Grinding which is the, Nemo. I assume it's yeah. the sequel to Moosespiracy, which is the cow one. Cow, right? Isn't it called Cowspiracy? <laughs> <laughs> Moosespiracy sounds, it's like a Pixar thing. <laughs> uh, 
in my head I there's genuinely... just no way a documentary called Moo Spiracy would convince people to go vegan <laughs> I'm so annoyed something is wrong with my head at the minute because I genuinely thought to myself it's not called Moo Spiracy you idiot say Cowspiracy and then I still said Moo Spiracy Moo Spiracy the, the new harrowing documentary you'll never eat meat again Moo Spiracy um but none of them are puns. Like none of the even moo isn't a pun. Like no, none of them cow, work. But cowspiracy is one con, letter away from conspiracy, isn't it? Where sea spiracy, conspiracy. Mm. Slightly they better. Both, they both start with the letter C. <laughs> moo spiracy. I mean, that's just nonsense. That does sound like a Pixar film about some sort of cow-based cult, which it's I would a, watch. It's a cow version of Chicken Run. Very good. I'd be into that. There we is go. We run, didn't make. Is, we didn't make Defo's film. We didn't, sorry, Defo, but look look where it got us. Is Chicken Run... No, it's not like vegetarian propaganda, is it? Sort of. I think a lot of kids would have watched Chicken Run and thought, that's sad what happens to the chickens. Yeah, I would say, I'd, I'd say it's not propaganda, but it definitely... The, I would say the message... Not the intention, film, but the message, yeah. Is the yeah. message chickens get chopped up into pies? Yeah, I'd sort say so. Going back to Grinding Nemo... Mm. While I like Depo's uh, suggestion, you're well, I don't like about, it. You're thinking about a sexy, sexy fish, fish. yeah, yeah. Well, What's a the sexy fish? fish? <laughs> Isn't that the one that um, the <laughs> musician Jess was it? Jess Glynn posted. Yeah, this? she wore a hoodie or something and wasn't allowed <laughs> in, and she post did a big post on social media, which she just ill advised. She sort of like aligned herself with like genuine causes. Like this is she wasn't yet allowed another sexy fish wearing trainers. <laughs> oh, once again. <laughs> But uh, to be fair to Jessica, if I had zero prior knowledge and somebody said they were taking me to a place called Sexy Fish, <laughs> I wouldn't have a, the foggiest how to begin to work out an outfit for that event, would you? No. Meet me at, at Sexy Fish. What are you going to wear for that? It's impossible to know. You'd feel yeah, mad if you put a suit on. Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, if someone said come to Sexy Fish, my first thought isn't black tie. <laughs> what is the sexiest fish? It's a question I've genuinely asked before um, and I have an answer. Is a dolphin a fish? No. Well, it's a mammal, so no. Cut that, cut that, cut that. Um, no, keep it in. It's, it's real, <laughs> it's raw. If, we, if you can say mooseperacy, I can ask if a dolphin's a fish. We're both idiots today. What is the sexiest fish? What the have you weirdest... got an answer? Yeah, but mine, this this says, this is the seaspiracy part coming out, because I was thinking of a, of like a, a cooked fish, like to consume. So oh. smoked salmon is the sexiest, in my opinion. Yeah, smoky. Yeah, if you're going to... If you're wooing someone, you're not bringing a haddock to the table, are you? I don't think so, no. Or trout. Trout, smoked trout is delicious. A, but you're not it, serving up a trout. It just sounds unsexy, What does that say it? about, yeah, what does it say about you and the person? And I, no, I, trout, I, trout is years down the line, isn't it? <laughs> Should we try some trout? You know, when you're bored, you might have it on a Tuesday night. It's but like, no um, way if you're in the wooing stage. But it's pretty bold to have fish even in, isn't it? I don't know. Well... Oysters are apparently uh, an aphrodisiac. Aren't well, there's they, your so? answer. There's your answer. That's True. the sexiest fish. Great. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah. That plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. What about this one from Lizzie? Morbius Strip. Jared Leto gets naked. I mean, that, doesn't, that sort of feels very possible, doesn't it? Well, I mean, there's a shot from the trailer. Um, it will surprise no one to hear that Joel... Well, uh, unless Joel's got something to confess. It, uh, it will surprise nobody that Joel and I have not seen Morbius. No. I, I kind of want to. Yeah. It's one of those... Isn't it really bad? I've seen a scene where Matt Smith's just sort of dancing and then he does a vampire face. And people <laughs> yeah, but... are saying it's terrible. And it, it makes me think, I'd like to see that on the big screen. <laughs> Look, the trailer, Jared... It's weird to think his name's Jared. You just think mm. of him as Jared Leto, but Jared is not... Well, like it's all one word, like a Brazilian football. Yeah. Jared like Leto. Samuel L. Jackson. You don't think mm. of ja- Samuel L. Jackson as Samuel. No, no, don't say that ever again. <laughs> yeah, I think if he was casting something that required him to be naked, like he, apparently for this We Crash series, he was in character for six months, didn't break character once. Yeah. So if, if you cast him in a film about a nudist colony, you're going to get... Jared Leto's going to live naked for six months. If you woke up Jared Leto in the middle of the night and said there's a fire alarm, would he there be coming out of no, his bed in there character? There is just no way Jared Leto wears clothes in bed. There is <laughs> absolutely zero chance. Oh, no. Is there? There's just no way. That's I think you can tell with people. I think you can generally tell from a person what they wear to bed. And Jared Leto, I would bet my house on the fact he sleeps naked. I bet you Joel thinks I wear more clothes to sleep than I do. 100%. You wear, uh, you wear a 1950s pyjama set with a big floppy hat. <laughs> it's got a breast pocket. Well, no one the, knows why. What is the point of the big floppy hat in, his, hat in history? In history? I don't know. You don't see them so much anymore, do you? But you've got because a big floppy I think, hat on. I think people realised they were totally useless. Well, that's like, why I you have to get yours colder. tailored. <laughs> <laughs> to go with all my outfits. To go, yeah, exactly. If you're, one you're for every floppy hat. Fit. Uh, um, yeah, I just feel Jared like Jared Lee, so you bother him in the night, man. whether he's at home, whether he's at a hotel, whether he's staying at a friend's. Yeah. Fully nude. He's fully nude. Yeah. Well, that, I mean, that wasn't my question. My, my question was going to be, is he still in character? Yes. At all times. I don't think he's been Jared Leto for the last five years. He just moves from character, character to character. You know, he'll be the Joker, then he'll be the CEO of WeWork. And then I think maybe he doesn't even know who he is anymore. In order for him to be Jared Leto, someone would have to cast him in a biopic of Jared Leto. <laughs> Very good. Um, do you think he drank blood for Morbius? 100%. I actually think 
he maybe took on the role just to legitimise his blood habit. <laughs> I think he was um, probably drinking a lot of blood. And so, perfect, the role came along. And do you know what? I feel like, I mean, again, I've got nothing to base this on. Matt Smith strikes me as someone that is one of those actors who just gets, that turns up and does the job. Yeah. And is Matt Smith until one step away from set, and then bang, brilliantly in character. I think he's great. And then and it must have been a weird shoot. Leto just prowling around at night, pretending to be a vampire at all times. Matt Smith, you know, just sat reading The Guardian two minutes before call time. <laughs> <laughs> Jared Leto, like, clinging from his ceiling. Yeah. yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Behind the scenes stories from that film, I'd be all over them. Do you think, yeah, do you think uh, Jared would get papped walking down the street completely naked and someone's like, oh, he's just, he's getting in character for Morbius' strip? <laughs> he's not had a breakdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. How about this one from Stu, The Molly Matrix? Two of my favorite things. So good. It is so good. I think the Matrix, so the Matrix, they are like people kind of, enter this virtual I have, I have seen it i haven't seen it for a long time but people kind of like plug into this virtual world what's yeah. the point of it <laughs> but anyway molly may because she gets so much done in 24 hours she's actually <laughs> there's lots of clones of her maybe like agent smith or something and that's how she's getting it all done but she and they're on the brink of exposing it exposing her her you know scandal that there's actually like a hundred thousand molly mays and that's how she gets so much done everyone's got the same 24 hours but wait every one of the hundred thousand molly mays has 24 hours available to them and the the just for the record, f- for context, for anyone who's not aware of Molly May, just in case, was a Love Island contestant, is like a business lady now, and famously recently said, everyone has the same 24 hours. It's the sort of thing that was on mugs a few years ago. Like, you know, Beyonce has the same 24 hours as you, but now it's sort of, people are like, yeah, but it's a bit of a privileged thing to not acknowledge yeah. the fact that your hours are spent differently when you you know i have not got privilege so yes so she went viral for for, for that turns but, out she's masterminding her success by having endless clones but the thing is she's technically still correct she just Very, didn't yeah. mention there's a thousand of her good luck calling her out on that yeah exactly this this, this is watertight <laughs> everyone has the same 24 hours a day so molly may one sort of, molly may 72 there's some sort of keanu reeves character who's trying to you know hunt down the truth and Molly May just keeps appearing like Agent Smith to beat him down. And there's just loads of her. Uh, that's pretty good stuff. I don't know. I'd watch it. Let's let's just say I'd watch it. How about this one from Jake? The French diss track. Oh, good. Yeah, not bad, is it? That is good. People love their French hip-hop, don't they? Do they? Don't they? <laughs> yeah, I mean... you. You're the, you're the only French person I know. Rap, I mean... Rap, rap is definitely a, a genre of music in France, and it is one that, like, so I re- I vividly remember this having a chat with this this guy, and he was saying that like he was in a band when he was younger, and he's French, and I was like, why did you sing in English? And he was like, because English is the language of pop music. It's like Italian is the language of opera, English is the language of mm. pop. But I think when it comes to stuff like rap, it I think it is wrapped in the because the words are so important it is done in the language of the country you're in so yes there is definitely a fair chunk of french rap music but i can't say i'm a connoisseur okay nice french word there john i think is connoisseur french yes what does it mean well because i know what it means conne conne means to to know Mm -hmm. so connoisseur must mean like no someone who knows i know Yeah. yeah oh that's cool um okay french dish track yeah it's Wes Anderson at his very best. Just 
shooting somewhere absolutely beautiful in France about two rival hip hop gangs. What? But for some reason, Bill Murray, you know, the hip hop, no one is French. They're just doing accents. Of course, naturally. Yeah. And if we're going to take that level of ignorance, we might as well. What, 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 what are they beefing over? I assume it's culinary. Uh, it's birthing. Beef. It's birthing. <laughs> yeah, very good. Yeah, yeah it's got to it? be culinary based. It's got to be. What's the big? What's a big debate in France, John, over over food? Who has the like regional preferences for how steaks done in one place versus another, or where the best wine is? Maybe the best where the best wine is would be good. Wines, like Bordeaux, wines Bordeaux good. against someone. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Wine's good. The only beef I can think of, and it is so specific that definitely won't mean anything to a, even a vast majority of French people. But the area of France my family are from, they call mm-hmm. pain au chocolat, mm-hmm. chocolatines. And so in that area of yes. France, everyone calls it a chocolatine. That's perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Because the French are so protective of... Here's the, here's the plot. The French are so incredibly protective of the language, right? There's actually a committee that decide every... This is true, isn't it? Decide every year about new words that will enter the French language. And that's why, like, it took years for, like, email and stuff to be recognised in France because they don't like any out- external influence. But they're, So they're on, in the process of refining the language and they've got to choose between pain au chocolat and chocolatine. There we go. And, and there's a big Wes Anderson ensemble cast fighting it out. I'd be all over that. Timothy Chalamet stars because he's got a French surname. And I Perfect. think he can speak French. Mm. How about our own ideas? Please. Here's mine. And it feels like one we must have done. Blade in Manhattan. Right. I didn't, but I was going to do Mermaid in Manhattan. Whoa. Anyway, uh, Blade in Manhattan. Merblade in Manhattan. <laughs> sometimes I, we get sent ideas and we're always happy for any idea. But sometimes we get them where they've, they've, they've mashed about four things into one. And, it and we're not clever enough out. for that. <laughs> yeah. There's just no way we could handle that level of competence and detail. I can, I can spin two plates at best, guys. Yeah. Please. <laughs> I'm a one um, plate guy. A Blade in Manhattan what is what what do we know about manhattan all i know is it's the it's the name of a a film a comedy film by that man we don't talk about anymore no made in manhattan is jennifer lopez of course so it's manhattan blade is made? woody allen Bla- no jennifer lopez is blade oh i'm in i would actually watch that 100 percent. made by day blade by night have you have you seen the film hustlers oh yes it's amazing Similar kind of character, I reckon, for Jennifer Lopez, except she's wielding blades and being badass. I could, uh, yeah, I could, I could go for that, definitely. Yeah, no, I'm all, I'm all over that. And yes, um, Hustlers is an exquisite I, film. So it's really, really fucking good. And and so Jennifer Lopez, I think in Made in Manhattan, she's a maid, but she falls in with like the socialites because maybe someone she's a maid for thinks she's one of the one percent, one of the elite. So Blade is infiltrating the one percent because it's a cabal of vampires Ooh. gets in as a maid kill 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 thoughts and guess guess who the big the big big bad is jared leto and he's yep. naked of course he's naked <laughs> let's have yours uh what about this one from me ambulance a lot ambulance a lot <laughs> yep are you aware of this um knights of the surgical table very good. Are you aware of this uh, Michael Bay ambulance movie with Jake Gyllenhaal? Sort of. It's 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 currently out. But there's isn't there one? Isn't Jake Gyllenhaal in a film that I've seen where he plays like a nine one one? Yeah. Yes. Is it part? Is this some sort of emergency <laughs> service? Is a cinematic universe? Yeah, it, they'll they'll do like a surgeon next, and um, it'll be revealed that they were all they were triplets. <laughs> 
So, needing money to cover his wife's bills, a decorated veteran, Jake Gyllenhaal, teams up with his adoptive brother to steal $32 million from a Los Angeles bank. However, when their getaway goes spectacularly wrong, the desperate thieves hijack an ambulance that's carrying a severely wounded (laughs) cop and EMT worker. Caught in a high-speed chase, the two siblings must figure out a way to outrun the law whilst keeping their hostages alive. Great. But... They drive through a time portal to the Middle Ages. Yeah. Well, medieval times. Medieval times. I think they're the same. I think they might be. But I Um, said Moose Spiracy earlier, so don't listen to me. True. What? I just don't know how an an ambulance is going to be received in a castle. That would be your main (laughs) problem, wouldn't it? Yeah. Oh, and they're like, we need a doctor. And they're like, well, we've just got wizards. And so. (laughs) Perfect. We've just got wizards. He needs medical attention, and they bring him to a witch doctor. Uh, what we don't know a fucking thing about medieval history. I don't think <laughs> wizards were ever real. <laughs> what? No, come on. Sorry, John. I like yeah. it. I'm into it. I actually, and it's Michael Bay. So there's lots of explosions. Just so many explosions, even in medieval times when they probably you know the technology didn't really exist, but still so many explosions. Were you about to say you want to watch Ambulance? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've heard good things. I've heard it's Michael Bay's best in a while. And that's a pretty high watermark. (laughs) Yeah, best since the last Transformers movie. Yeah. And on that note, uh, John, what was your your favourite of all of them today? I like the French diss track. I don't know if you've got it. Yeah, me too. I feel like we came up with actually... I I always like the ones where it sort of leads to a legitimately good idea. Yeah. Rather than than us talking about glasses in bathrooms. Also good, but you can't really let that win. No. Because then what is this anymore? We're clinging on loosely to the format as it is. Absolutely. Uh, on that subject, shall I? We we never. We said about the email last week, but mm-hmm. you can get in touch with us. I think we're at Dream Please. Factory Pod, like everywhere. So just cool. just find us on all of the socials uh, or or email dreamfactorypod at gmail dot com with your idea, and we will be forever grateful. And we'll be back after this. Well done, John. I think you were really good today. Thank you very much. I thought you were good too. Um, Thanks, John. Short and sweet. We're, we're the best. Short and sweet. I think it's, you know, a tight 30 that it's going to have people rolling in the aisles. <laughs> of the that, auditorium. Because they're listening, they're listening to, it, to it in Morrison's or something. <laughs> I've, I thought, I visualised Cinema Aisle because I was on brand. But Yeah, very true. Oh, it, Yeah, why not? If you go and watch Morbius and it's crap, just pop us in your ears. <laughs> Do you go to the cinema alone much? Because I will do and I will listen to a podcast whilst I'm waiting. Really? I don't... No, not often. Um, when I have done, I, I haven't done that. Well, how, at what point do you take the headphones out? Trailers? Trailers, yeah. So you... Yeah. Headphones for the adverts, headphones mm-hmm. off for the trailers. Headphones while you're buying the ticket. Barely understand what the guy behind the desk is saying. You don't know what <laughs> film you've just bought a ticket for. You can't hear a thing. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. You're just screaming the words popcorn. Sometimes when I'm at like a supermarket and I get to the till and I've got like all the shopping in my hands, yeah. but I was listening to a podcast, I like struggle to, to get the headphones off to, to, to sort of yep. be a polite human being to the, the, the cashier. Yeah. Um, and there's nowhere this story is going, but I just thought I'd let you know. No, it's good. It's good to talk about, you know, the etiquette behind headphone wearing because I make an effort to totally remove headphones if I'm about to speak to someone. And I, I don't like it when someone keeps the headphones in. 
Even if there's something, you know, even if they're obviously like not playing anything, I, I don't know. I don't think it's right. Yeah, I, I, I sometimes will find myself. I'll just because the, these headphones just have an off switch, so I can just turn off the mm. headphones. But yeah, you do feel like you have to be like extra. Like I'm not listening. Oh, there's to nothing. Anything. I there's nothing in you. these. There's yeah. nothing. I'm, there's nothing playing in these. And then you just look mad. It's like why are you wearing headphones? Are you just sort of scared <laughs> of outside, external noise. No, that's good stuff. Have you got anything else to tell me about? No, no updates. Just everyone, everyone in my house is ill, so it's been. Oh no! Been fun. Is that why you're hiding in the bedroom? That's not. I'm. I'm just hiding in the bedroom because I don't like my family. Fair enough. Fair enough. We can keep talking if you like. <laughs> no, I'm good. I got. We're your family here. Ah, oh, that's okay. nice. Thanks, um, guys. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Um, and we'll see you. I don't know. In a week, maybe. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Send the guys a movie idea Tell your friends that you like the show Follow us on social media Then you'll be the best listener